Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Well, a SEPTA, an ex-SEPTA manager, admits taking bribes of concert tickets, Pope's visit hotel stays, and thousands in cash in exchange for SEPTA contracts. It's a breaking news story right here, locally in Philadelphia. And Congresswoman Cori Bush, under federal investigation, after she wanted to defund the police... And pay her own husband bodyguard. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Uh, craziness on Capitol Hill today. They, it looks like they are going to do something. There, there seems to be something brewing here with a response to the drone attack, the Jordan drone attack. Not the Jim Jordan drone attack, but the drone attack that occurred in Jordan. There seems to be something. According to the story that's coming out right now, Biden has apparently made a decision on a response to the Jordan drone attack, and that could be coming at any moment now. But remember, the commander in chief himself is not going to actually address the country. He's not going to actually come out and say anything. He's not going to come out and, 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 and give us any updates himself. He's going to have his spokespeople do all these things. He's going to have his spokespeople do these things because the reality is Joe Biden can't speak. And if Joe Biden did speak, he would botch everything and he would wind up making a bigger fool of himself than he already is. So don't expect the president of the United States of America to actually come out and give us any stern warnings to Iran or anything. But that is the breaking news that this decision has been made uh, with regards to the response to what the drone attack was by these Iranian backed proxies. Although Iran keeps continuing to deny that it had anything to do with it. And I don't know about you, but it seems to me like if Iran is really behind this and you've got all these people screaming that we are at war with Iran, probably something is going to happen because both sides certainly seem to want it to occur. But the big story of the day brought to you by Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. He is my dentist. He is my friend. Just go to VenariaDental.com is Representative Cori Bush. She is one of the squad champions i mean she really is one of the squad greatest hits the lunatic lefty squad she's now under investigation by biden's department of justice uh 
for hiring her husband as a bodyguard, among other people that she hired. And if you remember, Cori Bush was the one who came out years ago and said, listen, yeah, we got to defund the police. And yeah, you know what? Um, You don't get to protect yourself. I get to protect myself and I need bodyguards. You don't, peasants, because you're you're not important enough. You're just a little peon. Me, I'm a powerful member of Congress, so I need bodyguards, all right? I need it. Now, here's a little flashback uh, for you of Representative Cori Bush. As she talks about defunding the police, she spoke with CBS News from the Capitol. This is August of 2021, justifying having her own private security force. And this is the same woman, by the way, wants to disarm Americans and defund the police at the same time. All right, so just a little flashback down memory lane, cut number 20. Sure, I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety. Suck it up, buttercup. I deserve protection. You don't. My life is more important than yours. I'm a congresswoman. You're just nothing. You're just a peon. Now, the best part of this story, though, is that she has a number of bodyguards. The House of Representatives announced Monday that the sergeant of arms has been subpoenaed and was cooperating with the Justice Department. Punchbowl News scooped that the Justice Department was seeking spending records as part of a probe of a House Democrat. The spending records they were seeking were in relation to the alleged misspending of security money. No, it's not the bodyguard Congresswoman Bush recently married, which is a real thing that happened. The queen of defund the police is personally protected by a phalanx of armed security guard, one of whom she fell in love with. The other bodyguard is a man who is rather special, it seems. So townhall.com. And their friends at the Washington Free Beacon dug up claims from one of Bush's security guards that he can summon tornadoes at will, cause earthquakes with his hate, and conduct blood rituals to bring ruin upon his enemies, and is an intergalactic master of psychic self-defense, and was born 109 trillion years ago. By the way, what do you get somebody for their 109th trillionth birthday? Is it paper? Is it leather, wood? I'll just go with bourbon. I'll go with the bottle of bourbon that Michael Pelka owes me, as a matter of fact. If you're listening, Stump Brain, give me my bourbon. But I would think that'd be an appropriate $109 trillion birthday gift. Based on public records and online accounts, the Free Beacon reported that this character, this dude, has earned $137,000 providing security services for Cori Bush with your taxpayer dollars. This is from the spring of 2020 through 2023. In addition, the Free Beacon confirmed that Davis is, in fact, a St. Louis, Missouri spiritual guru known as Aha Sen Pianki, who teaches classes on how to read minds, summon mythical beings, and maintain urban gardens to avoid having to buy food from the Jews. It's hard to imagine that a 109-trillion-year-old could be adept at personal security, but maybe being able to read minds helps. Is there surely more to come as the DOJ's investigation plays out and more details are made public? The other problem with a 109 trillion year old is that if you need to go down, I mean, if somebody's coming at me, I need my bodyguard to fight. If my bodyguard's 109 trillion years old, I don't know how physically capable he's going to be in that moment. 
I mean, there's a reason why Kevin Costner's character in The Bodyguard was not 109 trillion years old. Because when he had to pick up Whitney Houston and carry her over his shoulders to get her out of there. You imagine 109-year-old trillion bones that break? They just crack right there. So I don't think this is a very smart choice for security services. No, obviously, this guy has other skills. I mean, summoning tornadoes at will could be very helpful, particularly if there's traffic causing earthquakes with hate. Why not? And uh, conducting blood rituals to bring ruin upon his enemies. I'd hire him tomorrow just for that alone. I have several enemies, many enemies, many, many enemies. And I would use this guy to bring his blood rituals to bring ruin upon them in a heartbeat. Maybe bring an earthquake on him, too. Maybe a tornado as well. But with age comes wisdom and at 109 trillion years old, maybe he would know better at his age than to be on the dole of a congresswoman when this is all really just a gigantic scam. Because let's face it, that's what we're talking about here. A scam to make sure that she uses taxpayer dollars to enrich her friends and herself because her husband is one of her bodyguards. But you don't get a bodyguard. You don't get police. You don't get guns. Your life, peasant, is not worth it. You're not that important. Remember that. Who are you anyway? You're not a member of Congress. You're not brave. And the other thing about stealing the, this taxpayer dollars to enrich her husband is that she shares her husband's money, which means that she's using taxpayer dollars to also enrich herself. The Department of Justice had no comment, of course, but in a message they relayed the grand jury subpoena is in fact real. She notably has spent more than $500,000 on her own private security. $500,000. A lot of money. Her husband and former security guard, Courtney Merritts, whom she married in February of 2023, has pocketed more than $100,000 in payments since Cori Bush added him to her campaign's payroll in January of 2022 for what they marked as security payments before switching their description to wage expenses. In March, she was hit with two FEC complaints over security payments she made to her new husband. One comes from the Committee to Defeat the President, an anti-Biden super PAC, which alleges that Cori Bush has flouted federal campaign finance laws by paying the one guy $60,000 for security in 2022. He does not have a license to perform security functions in the Congresswoman's district. He also paid $225,000 to the St. Louis-based peace security firm for personal protection throughout 2022. The Watchdog Group Foundation for Accountability and Civic Trust also filed a complaint asking the Federal Election Commission to investigate whether Cori Bush used campaign funds for personal uses, citing the $60,000 payment in 2022 for security services provided to merits. It appears Congresswoman Bush's campaign may have made payments for services that were unnecessary or above fair market value because of her personal relationship with the payee. Fact, Executive Director Kendra Arnold said, if so, these payments would qualify as either impermissible payments to a family member or an impermissible gift. Therefore, we request the FEC investigate whether Representative Bush converted campaign funds for personal use. By paying a salary that was not for bona fide services at fair market value. Ultimately, if one or more campaign laws are found to have been broken, we request the FEC hold the respondents accountable. Now, I'm sorry, but this is where you lose me. Because I don't know the market value, again, of a guy who is 109 trillion years old, 
who can summon tornadoes at will, cause earthquakes with his hate, and conduct blood rituals to bring ruin upon his enemies. No, no market value for that exists because no one's like that man. No one can summon that kind of power. So if you're coming at me, I may have my guy cause an earthquake right under your feet. See, put a price on that in the free market. So anyway, we'll see how this goes. And I don't know if Cory Bush will um, actually face any penalties for this, but it does remind me of um, the district attorney in Georgia, Fawny Willis, does it not? Fawny Willis, the district attorney in Georgia, who also used taxpayer dollars to enrich her boyfriend, lavish trips, cruises, all kinds of things. And now in Georgia, they're actually going to do something about it. Governor Brian Kemp and the legislature in Georgia passed a bill Monday to revive a commission with powers to discipline and remove prosecutors. A move Democrats warn is aimed at disrupting Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis's prosecution of former President Trump. Because, again, of the massive, massive conflict of interest of what happened here as she was paying her boyfriend, who, again, as patterns go, had no reason to be hired to do the job, period. Nathan Wade should not have been appointed special prosecutor. This is a guy, I mean, he can't summon earthquakes or blood rituals and all the other things, but he did handle traffic tickets in municipal court. That was it. That was the extent of it. And he's made close to $750,000 as a special prosecutor in the case. And the district attorney, Phony Willis, has gone on lots of wonderful trips with him. Lavish cruises, beautiful hotel stays in Napa, wine country, you know. And now they're going to discipline her in Georgia. They should remove her. She should be impeached and removed from office. It's a disgrace. There's no question about it. They're going to do this because they have to do this, because the conflict of interest is so blatant. And, you know, it's not like Brian Kemp is any fan of Donald Trump. He's not in any way, shape or form. And Democrats are actually very upset with Fawny Willis for doing this because Fawny Willis has completely blown the one chance they had to stop Donald Trump. They were going to have him convicted in Georgia, have him sentenced to Georgia state prison where there's no ability for the president to pardon himself. And they were going to see him rot behind bars in state prison and not become president again. That was their big fantasy and their big dream. Of course, we created our movie escape from Georgia penal edition which is all about how the Navy SEALs go in to rescue Donald Trump. And it's kind of a standoff like you saw in the movie The Rock, Escape from Alcatraz, whatever, but they get him out. And this other penal edition that happened here in Georgia, which is now going to result in her losing the case, they take it off her hands because of the conflict of interest, and then it goes to this board in, in Georgia, which will then select a new prosecutor. And that new prosecutor could be Someone who looks at the evidence and says, there is none, and dismisses all the charges. Or perhaps the commission will drag its feet through at least the presidential election, which would make a lot of sense. Either way, the case against Donald Trump in Georgia is over. It's over. They know it's over, and they're very upset. I even heard the, the other day the ladies on The View were trashing Fawny Willis for not being able to keep it in her pants. I mean, really, because this is what it came down to. <coughs> Excuse me, classic. Classic sex. That's really what it is. She and her boyfriend getting money and then 
enjoying the taxpayer's dime to take all these lavish trips and cruises and everything else. And, you know, the thing about it, too, is that when people see this kind of stuff happen and then they see these these same politicians come out and lecture about how there needs to be justice and accountability for politicians. All you're saying at that point is (laughs) you got to hold me accountable, too. Now, obviously, she does not intend to be held accountable. But they are going to do so in Georgia, no question about it. 855-839-1210 is the number. What is going to happen with Iran? That is the question. What's the latest on that? Uh, Joe Biden, back in 2020, gave us a very grim warning on what would happen if Donald Trump was elected president. He was very worried about what would happen. And now as we're all watching and waiting to see what's going to happen, whether or not there will be retaliatory strikes whether or not we're going to go and bomb Iran or bomb their oil fields or do anything else. We're all wondering if this guy as commander in chief is really up for the job. So here's Joe Biden speaking with Vice News back in 2020, warning us about what a Trump presidency would mean. Cut number five. The world has changed because what Trump has done and the American people, including independents and some Republicans, know how bad he is, know how much he's misrepresented, know how he's getting close to getting us in a war. I said, as the walls close in on this man, I'm worried he's going to get us to war in Iran. Unfortunately, I may have been right. The fact of the matter is there's a lot at stake in this election. There's a lot at stake. Well, unfortunately, for the guy who's now commander in chief, has no clue what's going on. By the way, do you notice how different Biden sounds from just four years ago? Just four years ago to how he sounds now. I mean, it's been a bad progression for Biden. It's sad. It's really sad. I mean, you, you, you think about it from the perspective of somebody close to you as you watch them slide, and you just think to yourself, man, I mean, I know, I know four years, ages, presidents. I know that the four years of the job of stress and everything it hasn't even been four years, but I know that it's a lot. It's three years actually today or very close to being today. It's close to three year anniversary of, of when he became president, 21st. And it's a lot. It tears at you, wears you down. But in terms of just how Biden sounds, compare that to how he speaks today. You know what I mean? Compare that to how Joe Biden sounds and you can see the progression. You can see the mental decline in this man. There's no doubt about it. I mean, here's a great example. Here's Biden on the uh, White House lawn saying he's going to hold Iran responsible. Cut number one. I do hold Iran responsible and we're going to we're going to talk about it. And he walks away. It's not the same Joe Biden. You know, I mean, the guy from four years ago in that clip would be on TV right now because Joe Biden loved mugging it up for the cameras. Oh, he loved it. He never missed an opportunity to grandstand. He would be out there at the White House podium. He'd be out there sitting at the Oval Office at the Resolute Desk telling America what he's going to do about Iran. He'd be answering questions. He'd be doing all those things. This guy can't. And that's the bottom line. Because we're all wondering what's going to happen with this situation in the Middle East. The one thing we do know is that this guy cannot do the job. We know this. We also know, too, that it's John Kirby is now the guy who answers every question. He answers everything. We don't even hear from the president on these matters. I mean, here's a reporter asking John Kirby, why wait? What, what are you waiting for? What, what's, what's the holdup here? He was on Air Force One, cut three. Why wait? For, it's about 48 hours-ish now uh, since uh, the attack happened. 
are you essentially giving these groups the opportunity to move personnel, move their weaponry out of the way? And, and what message does it send by waiting two days to, to strike back at this point? As we said, Amr, and as the president has said, uh, we'll, uh, we're going to respond uh, and we're going to do it really in a way in a time of our own choosing. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it, that's no different. That's not a different approach than we've taken in the past. Now, as the president has said, the president hasn't said anything. That's the that's the issue. And, you know, Democrats are bummed. Right? I mean, the guy's got a 65 percent disapproval rating. He could be a wartime president, but you would need the president to actually speak and communicate. And he can't do that. And Democrats are so bummed about that right now. They'd love to be able to take advantage of this moment. They'd love to be able to be able to turn this around. But they can't. I mean, they're scaring everybody enough. They certainly are. I mean, the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, I'll play the clip when we get back, but he said, we've not seen a situation this dangerous since at least 1973. And yet, this is the commander-in-chief, a guy who really can't even utter a sentence. Listen, Thursday night, we all could use a laugh. We're going to be at Parks Casino for another great comedy club, comedy night. You'll enjoy great comedy with Tyler Mason and Tracy Locke. Tickets are just 20 bucks and include your first drink. Doors open at 7 p.m. Just go to parkscasino.com slash comedy. Parkscasino.com slash comedy. You must be 21. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I want to see you there. I'll be the MC along with Mike Baldini. We'll have a great time together this coming Thursday, but you got to get your tickets because the show always sells out. Thursday, February 1st, this Thursday, Parks Casino, parkscasino.com slash comedy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the Free Odyssey app. Breaking news regarding I don't know this, if you say this is a local story, but it certainly has major, major national implications. That's for sure. Philadelphia, a jury just awarded a guy. billion, 
Man claimed that he got cancer from using Roundup, Roundup weed killer. Uh, it's owned by the uh, Bear is the parent company. They're vowing to appeal the verdict, but a Philadelphia jury has delivered a $2.25 billion verdict against agricultural giant Monsanto, deciding in favor of a Pennsylvania man who contended he developed cancer as a result of using the company's weed killer, Roundup. The unanimous verdict issued Friday awarded John McKivson, 49 of Lycoming County, PA, $250 million in cons- com- uh, compensatory damages, excuse me, $2 billion in punitive damages. The jury found that Roundup causes cancer and that Monsanto was negligent and failed to warn consumers of the dangers of the product. They were represented by Klein and Spectre in Philadelphia. They're the guys you see behind home plate whenever the Phillies are in the playoffs or the World Series. And you see their commercials all the time as well. We are thankful that this unanimous jury found that Bear Monsanto's Roundup was responsible for causing Mr. McKivson's blood cancer. The jury's punitive damages award sends a clear message that this multinational corporation needs top to bottom change. McKivinson's attorney said that he began using Roundup at his job at a warehouse when he was in his 20s. As the product killed weeds effectively at his work, McKivinson began spraying it regularly at his family's home over the next two decades. His personal property were as large as two acres, and he used the weed killer on food plots he and his family planted to attract wildlife. At one point, his attorney said, he dispersed Roundup on his property from a tractor in 25 to 30 gallon loads. The difference in his life truly is what he was exposed to Roundup. At issue in the case was the chemical known as glyphosate, Roundup's active ingredient, as well as other ingredients in the weed killer. Monsanto developed glyphosate in 1974 and has since become one of the most widely used herbicides worldwide, despite concerns that the chemical is carcinogenic. The lawsuit also names Norian, a Radner-based chemical company that manufactures another ingredient in Roundup known as a surficant that helps the herbicide effectively kill weeds. World agencies have differed on glyphosate's carcinogenic properties. In 2015, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, part of the World Health Organization, classified glyphosate as part of a group of chemicals that are probably carcinogenic to humans. But in 2020, the United States Environmental Protection Agency found that there was no risks of concern to human health when glyphosate is used according to label instructions. It says it is unlikely to be a human carcinogen. After legal challenges, the EPA stood by its 2020 findings but said that it would Revisit and better explain its evaluation of the carcinogenic potential of glyphosate. Other groups, such as the European Commission, have since said there is no evidence allowing them to conclude glyphosate is carcinogenic. German pharmaceutical giant Bayer, which became Monsanto's parent company after it purchased the group in 2018, said it would appeal the Philadelphia jury's verdict. Quote, We disagree with the jury's adverse verdict that conflicts with the overwhelming weight of scientific evidence and worldwide regulatory and scientific assessments and believe that we have strong arguments on appeal to get this verdict overturned and the unconstitutionally excessive damage award eliminated or reduced. They went on to say the following here. They said, um, 
Um, previous damage awards have been reduced more than 90% overall in final judgments. We have a winning record in the roundup litigation, having won 10 of the last 16 cases at trial and have resolved the majority of claims filed in this litigation. The company remains committed to taking cases to trial as our track record demonstrates that we win when plaintiffs' attorneys and their experts are not allowed to misrepresent the worldwide regulatory and scientific assessments that continue to support the product's safety. The verdict is also at odds with a recent decision by the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Louisiana, granting the company's motion for summary judgment in Whalen, a similar roundup case, because plaintiffs lacked reliable evidence required to prove their case. The McVision trial, this is my this is my favorite part of this. The McVision trial occurred in the number one judicial hellhole for 2023 to 2024, the Philadelphia Court of Common Pleas. Judicial hellholes is actually a thing. And judicialhellholes.org. And this site, which is um <laughs> which is part of Americans for Tax Reform and other places, they they consider that the Philadelphia Court of Common Pleas to be the number one site of judicial hellholes in, and they, they call it litigation tourism, basically. Litigation tourism, where people will shop these things around and around and then ultimately try to get them before this court. They They say the following here, plaintiff's counsel was permitted to conduct unrestrained cross-examination of company witnesses, including asking our experts preju- prejudicial lines of questioning and documents they'd never seen before, as well as questions on matters wholly irrelevant to the central issue in this case, whether Roundup is carcinogenic. During trial, defendants moved for a mistrial after the court improperly sustained plaintiff's objections to the testimony of a company scientist and struck a large portion of the defendant's direct examination on topics directly relevant to the central issue in the case, whether Roundup is carcinogenic. While we have great sympathy for the plaintiff in the case, we are confident that our products can be used safely and are not carcinogenic, consistent with the assessments of expert regulators worldwide. They go on that the EU approved glyphosate for 10 more years, and they go through all the various different other things. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit found California's Prop 65 warning for glyphosate to be unconstitutional, stating in their opinion that uh, this stands alone in its determination that glyphosate is probably carcinogenic to humans with the EPA and regulators from around the world, and they conclude that it is not. Now, the thing about it, which is interesting, is obviously this guy used a lot of it, and probably more so than people that just kind of spray it on, you know, their flowers or whatever, or their weeds in their yard. This guy used a ton of it. But this is a big jury award here. I mean, $2.25 billion makes the E. Jean Carroll decision seem... <laughs> so this is going to be appealed, no question about it. Uh, the, I, I mean, I, I know people that won't eat foods from California because they may have glyphosate in the foods. They won't eat, you know, crackers and things like that or drink California wine. Or I think that's ridiculous. I, I personally think that it's, it seems like, if anything, the amount of use, the amount of something probably matters a lot here. But we'll see where this goes. But it's a local story in the sense that it happened here in Philadelphia. It was a Philadelphia law firm that represented the case. And obviously this decision is going to make... It's already making international news. $2.25 billion verdict against Monsanto and its parent company, Bayer Pharmaceuticals. 
Uh, all right, now let's see what else we got going on here. We also have in, in, uh, another local story that just kind of broke before we got on the air today. This one regarding SEPTA. So this ex-SEPTA manager admitted to taking bribes. I got, I, you really got to love the corruption of government, don't you? James Stevens, SEPTA's former director of video surveillance. This guy. I mean, that, first of all, why is that even a job is what I want to know. Why is that even a, a real job, a real thing that people have to pay for, the director of video surveillance? But it seems like that could probably be merged with something else. But nevertheless, I digress. So this guy, like a lot of smart people in government, figured out how he can make himself rich. Er. So a former scepter manager admitted Tuesday he, ex- he uh, extorted bribes of cash, Barbara Streisand tickets, and pricey hotel stays in exchange for steering contracts worth millions to a company overseeing maintenance for the transit agency's surveillance cameras. James Stevens, SEPTA's ex-director of video evidence, pleaded guilty to federal charges, including conspiracy, bribery, extortion, and honest services fraud, the most serious of which could send him to prison for up to 20 years. Despite a hearing in federal court, he told the judge that between 2014 and 2019, He routinely demanded payoffs from an executive at Spectre Logistics. This is a Delaware-based firm that held SEPTA's $4.6 million camera maintenance contract and reminded the firm he had the authority to cancel the contract at any time. The bribes included monthly cash payments amounting to more than $85,000 over four years, Center City hotel stays for him during the Pope's visit to Philadelphia in 2015. Tickets to a 2016 concert by Barbara Streisand at the Wells Fargo Center. Additionally, Stevens of Somerdale, Camden County, New Jersey, required Spectre's then COO, Robert Welsh, to foot the bill for holiday parties for his department at SEPTA. And supposed donations to a charity golf tournament that prosecutors say Stevens pocketed himself. I wonder if he actually called it the human fund. That's the only question I have with that. Not content with the gifts alone. He also demanded that the COO of the camera firm provide him a job once he retired from SEPTA. In exchange, Stevens made sure Spectre's contract was renewed year after year and sent additional work worth millions to the company and other businesses that the same guy owned. Prosecutors said the two took pains to hide the corrupt nature of their deal, often communicating on a cell phone. Stevens purchased for Welsh specifically to discuss their bribery arrangement or a separate email account. He set up on Spectre's servers specifically for Welsh's extortion requests. For his own part, Stevens said little Tuesday as he stood before U.S. District Judge Gerald Pepper to enter his guilty plea. He pled guilty to his role in the bribery scheme last year and awaits sentencing. This is the guy from the uh, from the company. Their crimes are only the latest corruption scandal to plague the Philadelphia region's public transportation system, which has been a series of federal bribery cases lodged against managers and employees in recent years. Three former SEPTA managers were sentenced to prison terms ranging from two to five years and another four received probation for bilking SEPTA out of hundreds of thousands of dollars by colluding with vendors to charge for goods they were never provided. They all admitted to extorting bribes, including hunting supplies, ATV equipment, rare gold coins, and even a whippet puppy. What the hell's a whippet puppy? Do you guys know what a whippet puppy is? Whippet? You know? 
I, Never I heard what, of that? A whippet. I know what a whippet is, but a whippet. Whippet is when you take a can of whipped cream, right? And you turn it upside down and you inhale it? Yeah. What's a whip whippet puppy? You know what you don't know what that is? Never heard of that. Is it one of those tiny canisters? I don't know. I've only ever known it as right, Google it for me. It's W H I P P E T. Whippet puppy. That's a is dog. Is it an actual dog? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I know up. a whippet is a dog too, with E T. Oh, is it? It's a real dog. Yeah, yeah. it's like a greyhound. I think it does look like a greyhound. It, is a it, small I'm assuming greyhound. it's an expensive dog. If you're going to get a dog as a as a bribe, it better be a freaking. You know, it better not be some dog you can get at the shelter. You know what I mean? I've never seen one before, so I would assume they're pretty. Yeah, uh, twenty five hundred dollars. That's it. That's a pretty expensive dog. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> How much are you spending well, on your, your dogs? No, I heard that French bulldogs are going for like twenty five grand. Well, apparently these go for thirty five hundred if you get it from a reputable breeder. But if it's a less reputable breeder, they're about twenty five hundred. Either way, that's a lot of money for an animal. I don't disagree uh, with your point on that point. But I'm just wondering if you're good. This is what I understand about people who take bribes. If you're going to take bribes, go all in. Like, don't get a freaking whippet puppy. <laughs> Get a, a whole family of whippet dogs. You know what I mean? The problem with these people is they don't they don't go far enough. Like this guy, this guy got Barbara Streisand tickets. That's it. Did he even get? Did he at least get the box at the Wells Fargo Center? Barbara Streisand, really? You're gonna go to prison because you took Barbara Streisand. You see what I mean? If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna take bribes, go all in. All right. It was at the concert where Barbara sang about her pond cakes that she's eating all the pond cakes because Donald Trump stresses her out. Her tickets aren't even that expensive. I mean, they're not cheap. Like, well, that's what, what I'm what saying. It's at? like uh, if you get like a generic seat, it looks like you're looking at about two hundred bucks. Yeah, I'd rather be in the pit for like Taylor Swift at the link. I'd rather have the Whippet dog. It was pretty cute, and thirty five hundred bucks is a decent deal. There you go. <laughs> I mean, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna accept a bribe, it's gonna be a big freaking bribe. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going all in. I'm not taking li- little freaking dogs and hunting supplies. I'm I'm going all in. If you, either, you this, this is the problem. You got to go all in. I think these people think that if they take little payoffs, they'll get away with it. But the problem is, like for example, he wanted hotel stays for Pope Francis's visit. Do you remember when the Pope came to Philadelphia in 2015? You mm-hmm. were still here, DeSantis, right? I was actually at WPHT when he was here. Yeah, I had to stay the entire weekend. I got a week off of school for that. You you did? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so the um, the problem was that there was nobody here. When I remember in Philadelphia walking around, it was tumbleweed and tanks. Everybody left the city. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was, because it was they weird. scared us. They told us. I, the, Michael Nutter and everybody else at the time said, you don't want to be in Philadelphia for the Pope's visit. Stay away. We used to joke that the Pope got up there at the big stage and looked around and said, where's all the, the people, eh? Where's everybody, eh? I, every, every Pope sounds like <laughs> Father Guido Sarducci in my mind. They're, they're all Italian. So, hey, uh, where's everybody, eh? So, like, you got hotel tickets for that. The hotels were vacant during the Pope's visit. This is low energy bribery. You know what I mean? Low energy. <laughs> Yeah, the city was oddly uh, empty because weren't I remember restaurants were thinking, oh, we're really going to cash in on this Pope visit. And then didn't they end up wasting a lot of food? They kind of overstocked and didn't end up selling it all. Oh, there was uh, there was that. 
There was also the hot pockets they left for us at WPHT to eat. Do you remember those? <laughs> I remember eating them, yeah. They they said for us, they said, you're going to have a lot of food here for the Pope thing because you guys are going to be working really hard. And I was at Afternoons back then. And I opened up the freezer and they were, you talk about glyphosate. I mean, hot pockets. I'd rather drink a whole thing of Roundup <laughs> in the end. But the they had the, the meatball Parmesan hot pockets. Remember that? Uh, hot pockets it was basically a, a fridge and a freezer filled with gas station food yeah and that's what they left for us They're like we're gonna feed you guys while you're here so pop in a bacon egg and cheese hot pocket for one morning while you're here for breakfast <laughs> now i have two questions that i'll ask throughout the course of the afternoon number one is why are so many robots white the actual headline why are so many robots white and since we're talking about all these lawsuits, I want to know this. The guy who got claims he got cancer from using Roundup was awarded $2.25 billion in what is probably one of the largest jury awards probably in American history. $2.25 billion. What does this guy get? What does this guy in Florida get? Where's his justice? A Fort Myers, Florida man has filed a lawsuit against the parent company of combo snacks, arguing that they are deceptively marketed because they don't contain enough real cheese. In the filing, <laughs> you laugh at this man's suffering. I thought this was a serious story the way you said it. I don't out. know why you're laughing, this poor man. Sorry. This Edward Pistorio pointing to the fact that the cheddar cheese flavored version of the snacks is marketed with a picture of a large block of cheese and the labels filling made with real cheese and natural flavors. However, he also cited the ingredients list, which said the snacks are less than 2% cheese blend. According to the label included in court documents, the main ingredients of the snack are wheat flour, palm oil, dairy product solids, carbohydrates, and cornstarch. Quote, more than half of the public consider cheese healthy and nutritious because it's high in protein and nutrients with key vitamins and minerals like calcium, said his attorney. By replacing real cheese with palm oil and dairy product solids, the filling lacks the quality nutritional, and savory attributes that consumers expect from a label indicating a filling made with real cheese. Can I ask an honest question here? Is there anyone who's ever eaten combos and thought to themselves, I'm eating a healthy snack here? <laughs> ever? In the history of the world? It's like saying that when you take the when you those mac and cheese shells, the Velveeta cheese bag, yeah. And you open it up and you squeeze that gigantic orange blob. You know what I'm talking about? The neon yellow, yeah. That neon yellow blob that falls on top of the shells and then you mix it all around and it's delicious. But let's not kid ourselves here. I'm not thinking I'm giving my kids a healthy dinner when I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm giving my kids that because my wife's out of town. <laughs> Yeah, by this guy's logic, cheeseburgers are healthy, too. You got a meat in there. That's a protein. No, by got... this guy's logic, those cans of, you know, the cheese, the cans of Cheese Whiz? Cheese Whiz, yeah. Just, that's healthy. Right there, just take one. <laughs> and you're good. Well, I support this man's lawsuit, and I hope he wins. If the if the Roundup guy got $2.25 this guy deserves at least $2 billion. Can we all agree on that? I mean, juries have been throwing around large sums of cash recently. This guy could walk away with 100 mil. There you go. And speaking of juries doing that, the E. Jean Carroll jury 
They were yucking it up on Rachel Maddow's show last night. Yucking it up as E. Jean Carroll talks about all the ways she's going to spend the money. Even making the host of the show, Rachel Maddow, very uncomfortable. We'll share that with you as well. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Listen, Dr. Mike Venaria, great friend of the show, the master of dental implants. Dr. Mike truly is the master of implant dentistry. And he is the master of making you look and feel your greatest with a million-dollar smile. I recommend you book an appointment with Dr. Mike today. I've been telling you about Dr. Mike for years. My entire family goes to Dr. Venaria because the level of care and commitment to dental excellence that Dr. Mike and his staff delivers to every patient is unmatched. He's been delivering results that surpass expectations that has made him a top dentist in New Jersey for 10 consecutive years. He has one of the most respected reputations among his peers as a master of dental implants. So if you've been on the fence about getting that dental procedure done, reach out to Dr. Mike today. You have a choice, a clear choice for you and your family. So give Dr. Venaria a call. I promise you won't be disappointed. With two locations to serve you in Cinnamonson and Woodbury, schedule your free implant consultation today for your perfect smile. Call 856-786-2020. 856-786-2020. Or visit VenariaDental.com. V-A-N-A-R-I-A. VenariaDental.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Why are you coming back with Rocky out of curiosity? I'm not Philly. Is this the only Philadelphia song you know? There's a couple I wanted to go with this one. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I like it. I mean, it's good. Why? Well, what would you have preferred? Cliche, what right? would you have preferred? Uh, Philadelphia Feeling by Elton John. Okay. I thought about it. I thought about that. I thought about Eye of the Tiger, but that's for John Yeo. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his walk-up song. thought about Motown Philly. Motown I, Philly yeah. would have been great. Yeah. I thought about Springsteen. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very depressing song. No. Yeah, the streets of Philadelphia. No, no. I thought about it, though. As long as you thought about it, that's what counts. You thought about it. That's key. No, Rocky's fine to come back to you, but since I'm thinking about um, bribes and bribery now. Keep thinking about what I would take. I, you know what I want? I want the Rocky statue. I'd be like, you want, hey, you want to keep this septic contract? Not for nothing? I want the Rocky statue in my basement. Oh, you want a replica of it? No, no, no. I want the Rocky statue in my basement. Did I stutter? Did I stutter? I want the Rocky statue in my basement. And I want Sly Stallone at my house. And you get to keep this <laughs> septic contract. All right. Otherwise, I don't know. I'm going to have to shop around for a new vendor. Not for nothing. And keep your freaking dog. Nobody wants your dumb dog. (laughs) I want a kennel of dogs. I want a bunch of Siberian Russian dogs. That's what I want. All right. All right. I got a big four o'clock hour coming up for you. I got the latest on Iran, the latest on the border. There's much to talk about locally and nationally. Dr. EJ Antonio will be here on the economy. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 